Welcome to another episode of Open Doors, Conversations with Heart of the Father. I'm your host, Jacqueline Harper. Open Doors is a conversation about inviting God's love, presence, and power into our hearts. We are friends and teammates from Heart of the Father Ministries who share in the mission of setting captive hearts free through Unbound Ministry. We're so glad you could join us. Well, welcome everyone to episode five of season two of our Open Doors podcast. We're excited to be here. Here I am with Neil. We are going to talk about the first two pillars of Unbound, which we'll get into in a moment. But before we start, I just wanted to check in with Neil, see how you're doing. You know, I see Neil often. We work together. But I'd like to ask Neil, what is he excited about? Here we are at the beginning of October, and it's beautiful fall, and there's a lot going on. So, you know, what's what's exciting to you these days? Well, there's just a number of things that are exciting right now. We're getting more invitations to go to Latin America, where we have a great invitation to go to Mexico and to Peru. And, and I think that's something that's been on my heart for a long time, that we, we labored to make sure we had really good translations, Spanish translations. And the door has just been open, opening wide for that to happen. And we're just, just real excited about that. The response we're getting about people interested in our leadership conference next year, mm-hmm. that's always, a, always a, a labor to prepare and to find the right place. And, and we're, we're just getting a really great response. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things I'm really excited about is next year, Jan and I have been invited to do a conference in Australia, and it happens to be uh, on our 50th anniversary. So we'll be in Australia, by the grace of God, on our 50th anniversary. Amazing. I, I knew you were thinking about going to Australia. I didn't realize. Yeah. The, God's gift. Ah, oh, what a gift. What an invitation. So we're just going to pray you, pray you over there. Amen. <laughs> That's great. And yes, the leadership conference, uh, I'll mention it at the end, but um, we are getting so many inquiries about that, and it's going to be a great time. So stay tuned for more information. So today we are going to talk about the four pillars of Unbound, which are the first several chapters of the Unbound Ministry Guidebook. The guidebook was written after Unbound as a response to folks sharing the message of freedom in Christ, beginning to pray with people and really needing more, more teaching, more insight, more wisdom, and you know some more practicality. But the first part of the book is what we're going to focus on in this episode— and in next week's. So today, Neil and I are going to talk about knowing God's delight as the first pillar of Unbound and the necessity of the Holy Spirit. Next week, join Janet and Rachel as they talk about humility and compassion. So Neil, knowing God's delight and the necessity of the Holy Spirit, could you just talk about those a little bit, sort of give us some insight and reflection? I'd love to. Uh, when we wrote the Unbound Ministry Guidebook, you know, we had a lot of questions that people wanted answered. We needed to clarify a lot of things. But as we got through it, there was just some themes that came up. And actually, I remember Matt doing a teaching on on God's delight, and it just came together hmm. at the very end of the book. It just was very clear that the Lord wanted us to talk about these first four pillars as, as things that Everyone that does Unbound Ministry needs, because everyone needs these things, mm-hmm. and we want to impart it when we 
present on Bound, when we present on Bound Ministry. And so the first one, the first chapter is on God's delight. You know, everyone, I think, has been taught when they learn about Christianity, they learn about God's love. Mm -hmm. And uh, anyone who has encountered the Lord really are encountering His love. And now for for many of us, for some of us, we receive his love at that point, and we always, <laughs> we just always know his love. I think that's something you testified to, Jacqueline, is that yeah. you experience this love, and it's always with you. But, but for most people, many people, there's a sense of worthlessness or unworthiness, and it's a constant struggle to really believe what they have received, to really to really know within themselves that they're loved. I, I think that's part of the spiritual battle for all of us, really. Mm-hmm. And that's that's why Unbound Ministry is so helpful and have been welcomed in so many places, because it's really removing the obstacles to knowing knowing His love for us. So God's delight, meditating on God's delight in you and God's delight in all of His children really helps people to know that they're loved. So part of the meditation is simply that that in the garden, God created us as his children, and he loved to be with us. He loved to spend time with us. He he walked with us in, Mm -hmm. in the cool of the evening. He talked to us. It was just this deep, deep fellowship. And Genesis, especially reflecting back from the story of the prodigal son, it just reveals that God's heart was broken because his children stepped away from him. His children stopped, you know, refused to be obedient children, to be in this fellowship. Mm-hmm. And then when we go to the New Testament, the first thing that Jesus did was he went to the river. And when he went to the river, uh, he identified with us. He received the baptism he didn't need, a baptism of repentance. Mm-hmm. And he went under the water as we all would one day, as we choose to follow him and are baptized, and heaven opened up, and there it was, Mm -hmm. the restoration of the Father's blessing, which is so important to Unbound. But it it really is his delight Mm -hmm. uh, incorporated in that blessing. It's, uh, you are my son, my beloved, in you I take great pleasure, in you I take great delight. So we find that both as we minister and unbound and speak about the Father's blessing, but as we deepen in our understanding of God's mm-hmm. pleasure and delight over us, we are much better able to speak that to people. And for folks to reflect on that takes it to another level mm-hmm. because uh, so many times people say, yeah, I know God loves me. But another quality of that love, just receiving and meditating on another quality of that love brings it deeper for so many people. Mm-hmm. I think in a recent podcast back in September, Tony Johnson shared a little bit about that, like just experiencing God's love, delight, and blessing in a kind of her father's acceptance of her in a kind of newly profound way. Yeah. So the second pillar is in many ways very deeply connected to the first. It's the necessity of the Holy Spirit. And now we say it that way because we want everyone doing Unbound Ministry to understand that they need to rely mm-hmm. on the Holy Spirit, that this is His work. It's much more than it is our work. But for all of us, it's so necessary to know the Holy Spirit, to walk with the Holy Spirit, to experience God in the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the love of God poured out into our hearts. 
in Romans 5, 5, it says exactly that. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit is the love of God poured out into our hearts. The Holy Spirit is divine life. The Holy Spirit is our present share in eternity. You want to know what heaven's like? Well, get to know the Holy Mm -hmm. Spirit. This is our present share. This is the deposit of eternal life that will go on forever. The Holy Spirit is sonship. Uh, The Holy Spirit cries out in our hearts, Abba, Father. As we identify with the Holy Spirit, make a place for the Holy Spirit in our hearts, we really come to know what it means to be sons of the Father. Mm. The Holy Spirit is our new birth. Mm -hmm. Now, that's all really amazing, but the most amazing revelation is that the Holy Spirit is a person. The love of God is a person that we can relate to. And here it is, we can call him our friend. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? Mm -hmm. St. Paul closes out his second letter to Corinthians with this blessing. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you. (laughs) So I I looked up... (laughs) I Googled it, fellowship, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of good comments. And um, the best word that I, I came up with was companionship. Hmm. So just think about think about that St. Paul is, is encouraging us and praying that we would have companionship with the Holy Spirit. And that just, that just carries over to so many different levels. Companionship with him in terms of ministering to others, companionship in terms of how you think about mm-hmm. yourself companionship with his mission. (laughs) His mission is to reveal the love of God through Jesus Christ for the glory of God. And so we're leaning into that. We've received it. It's our mission too. And how do we do it? We do it in companionship with the Holy Spirit. We say those words. Some of us who are Catholic at the end of Mass kind of hear those words every week, every day. And um, boy, this gives a whole new depth and meaning to the end of the end of mass. I mean, just kind of a new takeaway. And I can't help but also just highlight two things you said earlier, Neil, that are just kind of hanging over me as thoughts I want to go home and reflect on. You were talking about the Holy Spirit as the present share of eternal life. And like just wow, I, I really want to think about that so much more. If I want to know what heaven's like, get to know the Holy Spirit. And the other thing you said just also really want to think about personally is um, the Holy Spirit is the love of God as a person, like made real as a person. I just had never really thought about that before. So, Yes, three persons, one God. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we we think of the Spirit as a Spirit, and we, we fail to develop a relationship or have a conversation with the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And it would be really good to address the Holy Spirit, you know, good morning, Holy Spirit, where are we going today? <laughs> what are you going to show me today? Mm-hmm. Or especially when you read the scriptures, mm-hmm. uh, enter into your prayer in the morning, ask for the Holy Spirit's companionship, ask for his leading. Things just go so much better if we briefly stop and ask mm-hmm. uh, for what God is with us to do. I know that I had really tried, you know, I had really tried to live out my faith walk as a Christian. And there was a a real decision made to really press into the Holy Spirit more. And that was life-changing in terms of being able to to walk with the Lord, to let go of old way, old man, and and walk in the new creation. So So I I thought it might be nice if we shared uh, some stories. Sure. Just to illustrate 
just how the Holy Spirit works. And when I was preparing for this, I was thinking about how I've known you almost 40 years. So there's like many, many times and many encounters in your life with the Holy Spirit, but a few that I was involved with. Hmm. And uh, one of them actually happened in the next room. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So uh, that's why that came to my mind. But I remember you were, you were still in college, I think, mm-hmm. and you were planning to, uh, planning to take a trip out to see your brother in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And you asked for prayer for the trip. And I remember just having this strong impression and just saying to you, uh, don't be afraid to fight. <laughs> and uh, maybe you could just share a little bit about how that worked its way out for you. Yeah, I remember the words just sort of, again, struck me so powerfully. And my first initial interpretation was, you know, my husband will laugh like he thinks I'm a fighter now. But back then, I definitely was a a lot more passive, very afraid of conflict and doing, you know, I would do anything to avoid it. So I sort of just took that word as like, oh, God's going to strengthen me, toughen me up. I, I won't cry at the drop of a hat. I'll learn how to communicate through conflict. And all that's true, but God had so much more in that in that Holy Spirit moment. So I was going out to visit my brother, hadn't seen in a, a good while. We were there at a restaurant in the city on one of my first nights, and we had mountain bikes in the car, which we had planned to use the next day. So after our meal, we headed to the car, only to find the passenger side window was smashed in and the bikes were gone. So my brother, in his frustration just began to drive around the city to look for the bikes. And, you know, he wasn't really expecting to find them. He didn't really think through what would happen if he did. But all of a sudden, we were in a bad part of town. And indeed, we saw a gang of young men with our mountain bikes. And without really thinking, my brother stopped the car, jumped out, and just sort of confronted these guys. Hey, give me my bikes back. Well, before I knew what was going on, there was a fight. My brother was knocked out. All of a sudden, I'm looking out at this guy coming over to me, and there's no window for me to roll up (laughs) to protect myself, but the door's locked. So he starts to reach in and pull, try to pull me out of the car, and I just had a sense of the Holy Spirit, the words that were spoken when Neil prayed over me, that God was going to teach me how to fight, just so present that I knew... (laughs) We were going to get out of the situation, and then that I was going to be able to fight this guy off. So, I was, so, so when this guy grabbed your hair and was pulling, you immediately resisted and fought with a spirit that you didn't think you you had. Is it, that what it, it was? You know, it felt like a well, like a sci-fi movie where all of a sudden someone turns into like this superhero. <laughs> I just grabbed onto the stick shift and I started beating him with one arm, and he's this really big, strong guy. And all of a sudden, it was over. He he left. The guys cleared out with our bikes. My brother stumbled to the car. He um, he began to cry immediately, and he just felt so bad for getting me into this situation. And what was amazing was it was an open door as well for me to talk to him about the Lord because right away I told him about the prayer and the word from the Lord and how something had come over us, and that's God was the one that got us out of that situation. And he, I don't think I've ever seen my brother cry so much for like the next hour or two. But what was beautiful was I knew that God was reliable, trustworthy, and that his words and promises were true. So I haven't gotten in a fist fight with anyone since then, but I sure have learned how to fight. But more importantly, I've really learned to trust the Lord and expect his word. What a beautiful example of of 
just speaking things we don't have full understanding of, but God does. Amen. And uh, he can take these little seeds and make something something really big and beautiful out of them if we just respond. We speak in faith and we respond in faith. And, and you certainly received that word mm-hmm. by faith and said yes to it and made a place in your heart for it. Mm-hmm. And it was there, that it, it was right there to come out at that moment and to be part of that transforming power in your life as, as one of the steps in, mm-hmm. in your growth as a, as a strong woman. Amen. So, uh, hey, I, don't, I think we might have time. Another special moment I remember mm-hmm. is that we were at a, a gathering and uh, I was just blessing, just speaking a, a brief word of blessing over people. And I remember you're standing there and I just came up to you and immediately I, I just found myself saying, don't be afraid to be a mother. And uh, my understanding of that was, well, you had four children, and uh, I don't know what was going on in your heart, but I was just just felt like the Lord wanted to say to you, don't be afraid to be a mother. Yeah, both of those words are kind of random when you think about it. You yes. know, yeah, Neil, I am a mother. I'm a mother. I have four kids under seven, and I felt very much a mother. Um, what was amazing, though, is, again, the way the Lord sort of suspended those words in midair for me, and I was able to really grab them and know they were from him. I think I did start to cry (laughs) in that moment because before any physical senses or expectation, I just knew in my mind, in my knower, in my heart that I was pregnant with my, I knew I was pregnant. I think I went to a park day the next day with women and I told everyone, I, I'm, I know I'm pregnant, <laughs> you know, and that was overwhelming to me. It wasn't as scary as being in a situation like I was in San Francisco, but the same kind of fear of what that would mean for our life and how I was going to do it. So the Lord gave me the words, don't be afraid to be a mother. And that helped me through difficult pregnancy. And honestly, I had four really easy kids, and our fifth came out <laughs> and just <laughs> gave us a run for our money. Like, you know, any thought of being a good parent was thrown out the window. I spent most of Jesse's, Jesse, who is our fifth, uh, first few years trying to find him. But what was cool is because that knowledge that God knew, you know, that I needed His grace in a, in a kind of a supernatural way, and because He spoke that so clearly— the next logical thing for Mike and I when we were praying about his name was that it would be Jesse because um, Jesse means God provides. So we knew that we were just going to proclaim his provision. And it's been a, an incredible run. Jesse just turned 18, and uh, he's the best one. <laughs> <laughs> he is an incredible kid. We we were able to be at his graduation, high school graduation party, and uh, he's just a very mature, gifted Young man. (laughs) It was a rough ride there, but (laughs) thank you, Lord. Yeah, so those are just examples of if we fellowship with the Holy Spirit and walk with Him, these special moments of grace are are kind of captured and uh, in memory. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like you could have figured out God was with you and you didn't need to be afraid and, and you could have heard from Him many different ways. But sometimes when we hear from Him in a way that that just strikes our hearts, that we have actually words to remember. Mm-hmm. It, it solidifies things in our hearts, and it, it just just points back to the love of God, His delight in us, and how important the Holy Spirit is to, to walk with the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit and have companionship with Him. 
Amen. Amen. <laughs> and, you know, we probably could tell 30 more stories, just all the moments are um, flashing through my mind. But, you know, listener, I just can't help but say, because of the words the Lord has given me, and those two especially to prepare me for some very challenging moments, just expect that. You know, I hope that you can expect the Holy Spirit to even speak to you today through someone or in your heart. So I thought there'd be, I'd share one more example because it's really part of Unbound Ministry, and we we really want to encourage those doing Unbound to be open to the Holy Spirit and the surprises of the Holy Spirit. And so I'm going to share an example. It doesn't happen every time I minister to somebody, but I'm open every time for, for the Lord just to show me something, to lead me, to speak in such a way that might be like things that I don't understand, but just just say them. I was at a conference and I prayed for this man, and it wasn't there wasn't any fireworks in the prayer. But after when I got to the Father's blessing, I just had this this picture of a, a young boy ride his bicycle, and I just described it. I said it's just a, a feeling of freedom. He's riding from his home, and there's this the wind is in his hair, and there's a smile, and he's riding fast. And I just remember as a, as a boy just having those times of, mm-hmm. of of just that sense of being strong, growing in strength, and being able to ride fast and and be on your own. And and that's what I described to him. But then as a, as I was describing it to him, I had this sense that he pulled his bike to the side, and I described his house. I said, "There's a." This house with a, a porch, and it has this uh, railing around it, and you're going into that house. And, and I just have a sense that this is the Father's house, and the Father wants you to know Him and come into the Father's house. So after I, I prayed for Him, He looked up at me, and His whole countenance changed because He was kind of astonished. And He said, when I was a boy, I used to ride my bike to my grandfather's house. Mm-hmm. And my grandfather was the one man in my life that really affirmed me. And the way you described his house is exactly the way it was. Amazing. And so it's like it's like God was saying, the Father was saying, I've always been there for you. I've always waited for you. And your grandfather was my instrument. And I was I was revealing my love to you through him. And I'm, I'm revealing it to you now. And those moments are just so special, especially when someone has come with a broken heart or a sense of loss or distance from God, and, and then he breaks in and he shows them something that only he could know. Uh, it's just extraordinary. And I know we're running out of time, but another story just came to my mind. I prayed with this woman, and I saw these tap shoes, mm-hmm. and, I had, and she was in a wheelchair, <laughs> I had no idea why, but I said, you know, I just see these these tap shoes, and then I just allowed it to unfold. I said, you're on a stage, and they're tap dancing, and the Father is delighting in you, and went on something like that. And and afterwards, she says to me, she says, nobody knows this, but when I was a young woman, I bought tap shoes. I went into my shed to tap dance for exercise by myself. Nobody ever saw me. And I said, yeah, but the father was watching. Wow. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Isn't that so much fun? <laughs> just God's grace. And, and even as we're talking, I just, it's just causing me to want to lean in more to the Holy Spirit and to look for more opportunities mm-hmm. to reveal the hidden love of God to people. I'm teared up. I don't know if you are, but uh, <laughs> the hidden love of God. 
revealing the hidden love of God to people. Amen. Well, if you're inspired by this, I just want to say that book, the Unbound Ministry Guidebook, the first four chapters especially, they are worth the price of the book. You can find it on our website, in our bookstore, and also I'll link it in the show notes. And there is a Spanish translation of the Unbound Ministry Guidebook. I'm not going to say the title because I'll get it wrong, but it's there. (laughs) Neil talked a lot about knowing God's delight and experiencing the love of God manifests in the Holy Spirit. And I just want to say to you, join us for a conference. We have a couple different conferences going on. Check out our events page. I'll link it in the show notes. But we're really excited for our local Philadelphia conference, November 4th and 5th in Paoli, PA, right outside of Philadelphia. All the information is on our website, and you'll get to see our whole team there. So check that out. Thank you so much for joining us today, and know that we'll be praying for you to experience more of the Holy Spirit. Look for Janet and Rachel next week and share this with a friend. And if you've enjoyed today's podcast, know that the ongoing support from donations makes it possible for us to bring you this as well as take the message of freedom in Christ to new hearts and places. So please consider making a donation or even becoming a monthly partner. You can donate at heartofthefather.com. There's a link in the show notes. And know that our, our new monthly partners receive special announcements. They are the first to hear of news of our missions and events, and we have a lot of personal messages and connection with them. So partner with us today and make a difference for others. See you next week. Thanks so much for joining us today. If you'd like to learn more about taking hold of the freedom you have been given in Christ, check out our website, heartofthefather.com, and find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. This is Matt, Jen, Rachel, and Jacqueline saying goodbye until next time. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and eat with him. And he with me. Revelation 3.20